0: Welcome back everybody to the Jones Zone Podcast. This is your host, Reeves Jones, back here. Sure, you know, a little bit of a hiatus, but enjoyed a great winter break holiday. Had a little sickness going, but it's good, good to be back some friends from home and had, had a lot of sports action going on. And I'm, I'm sitting right here in my house in Charlotte, ready to go back to Chapel Hill in a couple days. We've got Marshall Coley, who's on episode 1 of the Jones Zone podcast. What's up guys? Glad and, to be back. Yeah, Marshall's great. I'm happy to have him back on and we've got Luke Barbarica making his debut on the Jones Zone. How's
1: everyone doing? Glad to be here for the first time.
0: Yeah, so excited to have another uh episode with two guests, which is exciting always, more conversation, more uh more debates going on. But we're going to run through, you know, what's what's going on in the NFL, really playoffs coming up, a lot of exciting stuff this week, a lot of implications. We're going to make our predictions. Marston and I are going to re- revisit our takes from episode one, which is yeah, there's some ugly ones yeah, in there, but it's not it's not the prettiest thing to look at right now. But there's also some things to be yeah. excited about. Diamonds in the rough, yeah. But. And then Luke's gonna be here, just you know, he he's got his he's got his takes about college football, college football playoff, uh, all that stuff going on. We're we're just gonna talk. We're uh, you know ready want to do an episode before I go back, but we're we're just gonna get right into it. I so it. yeah, so so this week in NFL. So tomorrow, there's two Saturday games. We got the Chiefs at the Raiders. So the Raiders looked pretty good last week. Jared Stidham got Still, put in yeah. for Derek Carr. I mean, do
2: we think Derek Carr is
0: is a, is a good level quarterback, or do you think the yeah. Raiders are doing the right thing?
2: I think it's good. Uh, I probably would have handled it differently, but Derek Carr, that season was over. It clearly wasn't working. Um, it, he needs to go to another situation. So I think it was it was fine. Um, Problem is, is that, you know, you have Devontae Adams because of Derek Carr, and now with De- with Derek Carr pro- pro- possibly leaving, is Devontae Adams going to want to sit around and wait? Um, probably not. However, there's been some reports, uh, you know, that free agency a free agency quarterback might come uh, to Vegas. Tom really Brady. Know. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady the that's the big one, but I don't know. Um... But I mean Chiefs by a million. Chiefs
0: are in the driver's spot. Cool little tidbit about this game. Patrick Mahomes is around like 420, yeah. 430 yards mm-hmm. away from breaking a paid man single season passing yards record. So if he gets that, it'll be pretty big. I'm on the over 320 and a half passing yards prop. Have you seen those like incentives?
2: Like the uh, like yeah. incentives on yeah, so the players? this is a
0: fun part about week 18, you know, guys might need two or three catches you know, for like five hundred. Sixty half more yards. Dollars. Yeah, for half a million dollars, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, so I mean that's all that's a good good way to target some of these props. I heard earlier today the other game is um Tennessee at Jacksonville, winner of this game is yeah, the playoffs. One team's trending in the right direction. Jacksonville looks awfully impressive. Trevor Lawrence is a budding star and they have skill around the ball. And I think so, Christian Kirk is Sixty or seventy yards away from a two hundred fifty k bonus, so yeah. look for his over prop. I know he's kind of been lacking in for some fantasy managers, including myself, in these last couple of weeks. But Tennessee has weak cornerbacks that I think he can go off of, and I think the Jaguars win this game I do and too. Uh, go to the playoffs. I, I just agree. think one team's turning in the right direction, the other's not. So
1: they've got they've got a solid lineup. They got Trevor Lawrence, quarterback. He's definitely up and coming. Mm-hmm. Etn, which. Uh, I mean, for a rookie, he's definitely shown Big out. Trainer. And then wide receiver Christian Kirk, who, yeah. say, who else? Who they got there? Uh, Evan Ingram, Evan, yeah, who Evan stepped Green up. Tight yeah,
2: also Jay Jones. Zay crazy Jones. Games. I this wasn't on the this episode script, but I do kind of want to go into it just a little bit. You're starting a franchise tomorrow. What quarterbacks are you taking over, Trevor Lawrence? Over I've Trevor got my Lawrence. answer. It's Joe. How many Bur- do we get?
0: Three quarterbacks? Or no, three no, quarterbacks?
2: no. As many as you want. As, okay. ma- as many as you want. Okay. What quarterbacks are you taking over him? I'm taking Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. I'm only taking That's those it. four. Yeah. I'm only taking those four. Everyone else, I think Trevor Lawrence, in terms of future projection, yeah. he's a top five quarterback in this league. I mean, we forget. I mean, he just got so unlucky last year. he got the Urban Myers, Myers coach. Horrible.
0: I mean, you get a guy who's played quarterback, Doug Peterson, who's won a Super Bowl I think they're just, they're, just, they're speaking their love language. because you're not taking
2: Dak, you're not taking Lamar, no. Jalen Hurts. I don't know. He's played at pretty high level, yeah, but, but I'm taking for the future. He hasn't won. I mean, I
0: guess Trevor Lawrence hasn't won a playoff game either. But I don't know. Her, I feel like this Eagles team is kind of scaring me a little bit too. We'll get into that Fading at the a wrong little bit time. later. But yeah, yeah they're, I mean,
1: I think they got hot at all the, I guess good times, but I'm getting cold. Yeah, up. yeah, Long times.
0: Yeah, and then another game I'm looking at, the Panthers play the Saints. I mean, no one really cares. It's pretty, pretty depressing to see the Panthers go down last week, but I, I kind of knew it was inevitable. Seeing that, seeing J.C. Horn go down with that wrist injury, I kind of had a feeling that um, it, would, it would expose our defense. And I don't know. It was unfortunate that Brady had the best game of his season so far. Same with Mike Evans, but... I don't know. I it was it was fun to, you know, have a team still in contention. I think Steve yeah. Wilkes is the guy for the Panthers job, but I mean, again, Panthers spiral of winning and losing continues. False false sense of hope, so I don't have much to say about this game. Honestly, don't really care about it. Both these team seasons are by the wayside. So
2: yeah, there's not much to say. Um, there were some bright spots for Sam Darnold.
0: Oh, I was about to say Sam yeah. Darnold's impressed, no doubt.
2: No, I mean about when we were um, when we traded Christian McCaffrey, I thought, okay, now it's the time to tank. You know, let's go, let's go yeah. try and get yeah. a guy like C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young in the draft. But now that's not going to happen. So I think you stick with Sam Darnold for one more year. Um, and you know, I think. You know, with the NFC South, I think kind of Tom Brady's getting older. He's probably there's a chance he moves on. I think it's anybody's division for next year. So yeah. I mean, look, uh, it's it's a while away, but I think next season the Panthers could make. You know, it's gonna be more optimistic at least starting the season. Yeah. What
1: do, what do you think about uh, I think it was a Matt Corral? Yeah, Matt Corral.
2: I think I think I feel like he's kind of been pushed
1: aside. Everyone kind of forgot about
2: him. No, yeah, he's definitely great talent. Yeah, um, I, I was telling a
0: buddy earlier. I, I'll be pretty frustrated if. The Panthers draft a quarterback just because I mean, you give Darnold the ball, you did? trust him. I mean, he actually, I mean, he threw some great balls against Tampa, but you know, it was just inevitable at that point in the season that Panthers weren't going to prevail against Tom Brady in Tampa, just yeah. given, given the
2: circumstances. But did have a twenty-one to ten lead in the fourth quarter, yeah. but and but and, then, and also against fall apart against Detroit, right? You know, they're on pace for, at one point during the game, to set an all-time uh, rushing record. And it's like, okay, maybe we found our identity. Yeah. Um, you know, power run. But, you know, once again... You can only run the ball against shitty teams. Yeah, so. I mean, especially Detroit. So, it's just, you know, it was a hard season to watch. But there's always next year, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know if Wilkes is the guy. or I know there's been hardball talks, but I think those have been kind of... Yeah, Those crazy. are kind of up in the air. There's a lot of different perspectives with that one. But, um... I think the Panthers' job is pretty, pretty incentivizing for whoever gets it. I mean, you got a really good talent base, trending in the right direction toward the end of the year. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. what's happened. Got draft capital back finally, and I don't know. We'll see what
2: happens. Guys should get better. I think we developed pretty well. I think How
1: so. about uh, Baker on the Rams?
2: That's interesting because you know you have what? someone in Matthew Stafford who just won a Super Bowl, um, and. I think Baker would probably is probably going to end up staying with the Rams and probably play a backup role. But you know he's pro- he's going to be a really good backup. I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. I don't think he's a starter in this league. And if he is a starter, he's not. He's on a team that's not in playoff contention. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think that's Matthew Stafford's job. He just won a Super Bowl. Um, played phenomenal. Tore it up with Cooper Cup, and he's getting Cooper Cup back. So. But yeah. I like seeing Baker ball out Yeah, he played coast. extremely
1: well against the Broncos. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah. he's a good guy. He's, yeah, but he, split, he
0: played extremely bad last week. But, um, I don't know. I think I think it worked out great for Baker in the sense that, like Marshall said, he'll probably be – I mean, he'll, he'll get a backup role for somebody rather than his career going to, going to waste. Yeah. Like it probably would have. If It'll he will probably be the Rams. If I he think didn't so. come back on – You know, he didn't come back on the – or if he didn't come back on the Raiders that game, which was – Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, and then yeah, had it put up fifty one points against the Broncos, who yeah. at, before then were honestly a pretty pretty strong top ten defense. Yeah, statistically and personnel wise, but yeah. no no, good for Baker, I guess. But I mean, the Rams,
2: they're a lost cause. Yeah. Oh, and, big game. Um, we got Detroit and Green Bay. Green Bay out of yeah. nowhere. Aaron Rodgers running the table. I think the it's Lions just written in the script. Dude. Yeah, four. It's four and a half. Um, you know, you it's it. All signs point to Green Bay running the ball down. Detroit's yeah, I throat. think
0: Minnesota need or sorry, my mistake. I think the Lions need. They need someone to
2: lose the to. the Seahawks to lose. Yeah, I think they need the Seahawks. They need to the Rams lose. to beat the Seahawks. And it's interesting. I was watching Colin Coward earlier this week, and he was like, "People are saying the NFL's rigged, blah, Blah blah. Because this game is prime time, it's um at it's it's the NBA, NBC slot at 8:20, and yeah. the Seahawks Rams game is earlier in the day, and so if the Lions go into that game knowing that they're eliminated from playoff contention because the Seahawks beat the um, Rams, they think they're just gonna give up and give the like let Rogers and that's
0: a, that's a really good point. I, mean, I know it's that. interesting
2: because like well that game loses all it's it's significance essentially well it's only the Packers only have any, everything to gain because if if something happens earlier yeah. in the day.
0: So I, I'm I'm totally with you. That's a good point. I was about to get into that point. So the 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 Packers I mean everything's kinda on the house. I mean they had trash record and they were kinda put to put to bed um at a period of time this season. Look I mean they had a they lost to the Lions. They like they've already lost to the Lions, which makes me you think they are not gonna lose twice. Uh, no doubt, and they've been playing with house money at this point. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 the streakiest, one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. And mm-hmm. you know, Rogers going to get all this criticism. You can't win, win in the playoffs. I mean, what if he does this year? Yeah. I mean, now would be his the time. Team, what, what if they get matched up? I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think. If they if they play against Minnesota again, I mean, who has all the confidence in that matchup? They shut Green down Valley. Jefferson last yeah. week. I mean. 100%. Uh, Rodgers playing with house money at this point and, and honestly it might benefit him that he won't be a Green Bay first first round game cuz all the criticism lies that he can't win in Lambeau in, in the first round of the playoffs. So I think I mean, I might put my Rod- uh, money on Rogers to win that first game just cuz how well the Packers have been playing recently. I mean, hot teams stay hot going in the uh, NFL playoffs. Yeah, or. and
2: it's a completely different Green Bay offense that we're seeing from the two two past seasons where Robert has one. Yeah, team. they're I mean they're running they've got A. J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, two phenomenal backs. Um, yeah. AJ Dillon would no doubt be a starter on probably eighty percent of the teams in the NFL. And they're yeah. they're running the ball. And they're trying to limit the amount of time. They're trying to pl- not get behind the sticks, and it's it seems to work. They've got their defense is coming to shape. They've got a guy like Jair Alexander who's yeah. proven himself to be a top, probably a top five corner in this league, shutting down Justin Jefferson in that blowout. What was it? One catch for like fifteen yards.
0: Yeah, two two fantasy points. Yeah, it's
2: it was insane. It probably came
0: at the end of the game, too. I, don't, I I cut it
2: off. So you know, and the NFC look. You know, you've got the guys at the top like Minnesota, who's got a negative point differential yeah, for the rest for the season. They've been
0: exposed.
2: Yes, very much so. And Unfortunately,
0: it, though, because I like them a lot. I, I do too.
2: Them. I, I like. Well, I looked up their name,
0: honestly. And I mean, they were they're yeah. about to have one of the best records in the NFL. So one hundred percent Vikings. Yeah,
2: but yeah. if you said, but like they're gonna win if it's green, even if it's at Minnesota. You've got Aaron Rodgers, yeah. what a nine and eight Green Bay going into 13-4 Minnesota. I'm I will be yeah. very surprised if Minnesota wins that game. I think Minnesota they, plays yeah.
0: well well there though.
2: Yeah, but it, it, once again, Kurt, Kurt yeah. Cousins in prime time in big games he struggles. So, yeah. it look all I'm saying is that the NFC is very. It literally doesn't. It the, literally doesn't matter. No, yeah, I think and anyone can win any bang, game. Bang bang, uh, not Bengals. Um, Philadelphia banged up. You know, Dallas, are they are they legit? I don't know. I think it's anybody's division, I think. Yeah, and then can... you look, I mean,
0: you look at, I mean, whoever thinks is a powerhouse, the 49ers, and mm-hmm. they have Mr. Irrelevant. They have Brock Purdy, rookie, is still playing quarterback. I, I, I don't think we've ever seen this, isn't, you know, Trevor Lawrence prototype. This is Iowa State, Brock Purdy, Big Ten quarterback. This guy's not running through the NFC playoffs. I mean, no. the, if the Niners, I mean, they their defense kind of got exposed. I mean, granted, it's probably a fluke game. I mean, probably a little bit disengaged, but they're also on a big win streak, too. I mean, I I don't know how yeah. I feel about that. No, I know. They, those don't always last so long in the NFL. So. Jarrett
2: Stidham carving their defense up, not yeah. looking great. So. But...
0: I still trust the Niners have the best defense in the field. There's one slip up, you can have that most
2: talented for sure. Yeah. So
1: outside of the NFC, if we go look at the AFC, it yeah, could even be more interesting because you have got Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers both eight and eight. Yeah. yeah. Playing, uh, New England's playing the the Bills. The Bills are kind of irrelevant, but uh, the Dolphins are playing. Uh, I think they're playing the, the Tennessee. No, Dolphins no.
0: are playing the Jets. The Jets,
1: yeah, yeah. And the Jets are right behind them too. At seven and nine, so
2: they got eliminated last week, though. Oh, they out. Yeah, they're okay. out. so
1: either way, you got Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers. It's pretty much whoever wins is going to get that last wild card spot.
2: Yeah, but Pittsburgh needs some help, correct?
1: That well, they need Patriots and Dolphins to lose. And yeah, because Patriots
2: are winner, winning. Winning, you're in. Um, and I think Miami but they're is not going to win. I Dolphins, think I think you're... when you when you
0: get up a division rival, I mean, I think yeah. everyone's playing a division rival this week. Well, Josh Allen
2: owns Belichick.
0: Yeah, and it's like, why would you not want to just like? I think the Bills are going to cover that seven number and absolutely beat the shit out of the Patriots. Yeah,
2: Damar Hamlin revenge game. The crazy <laughs>
0: thing about the Patriots is like, they don't even score on offense. They've literally, no. like, I've wa- I've watched red zone. And they literally get a pick six or a punt return or a kick return every single game. Very impressive because it's, it's gotten them wins, but that is not sustainable. Like, that is a clear, yeah. clear, clear clear sign of weakness.
2: Yeah, and, you know, is Mac Jones someone who, if you're a New England fan, you want for the next three years? I don't think so. Don't um, extremely unathletic, cannot move, arm does not impress me. Um, I guess he makes pretty good decisions. He doesn't necessarily. I mean, when he has a strong run game, I guess it works. But you know, like Reef said, they're relying so much on that defense. It's and then you've got an, an elite offense coming in like Buffalo. I think, I think yeah. Buffalo comes in and you know wins yeah. wins wins handily. And
0: you got the emotional side of this too. After all the Demar Hamlin stuff, I mean, everyone's everyone's happy happy to see that he's healthy and ready yeah. to go, which. is... Which is Mir- awesome. Miraculous recovery out of him, which, is awesome, but I mean, watching that game, we'll go to that. We'll talk. We'll we'll touch on the Demar Hamlin situation a little bit right here. Watching that game, I just I just felt weird, man. Oh, horrible! I don't think I've ever been around a TV. I mean, hell, I was watching the game. I had a, a fantasy championship to win, which I inevitably inevitably won, but I felt weird. I mean, I we were all kind of sitting around, and. Like, all right, is this game going to get back on? But then you start seeing the players' emotions. or are like, oh, my gosh, there's something serious going on. I just felt weird. No one really knew how to react. I mean, clearly, it's, you know, this is an anomaly in the NFL, this event. But life or death on a, on a you know, what some people treat as – or as NFL treats as entertainment sometimes, it's, it's pretty tough to see. But
1: glad to see he's doing better. NFL did the right thing, canceling the game, or you think they should have tried to reschedule it somewhere? <sighs>
2: That's hard to say. Um, Well, I know Buffalo was probably going to be the one seed, um, and now they're not going to be.
0: Yeah, so there's been a lot of shuffle. I'm about to look into it right here. But about There's like neutral sites getting put into play now, and they had an owner's vote about it today. And, you know, the Bengals were the only one to oppose because it literally doesn't work in their favor. I mean, through saying if the Bengals and Bills do get matched up, the games in Buffalo, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know I
1: don't know if this is true, but I was watching ESPN earlier, and the guy from the Bengals was saying the vote they had today went against the original rules.
2: Yeah, were originally it was like established
1: a, before the season started.
2: It's just a tough situation because, you know, it's going to be tough regardless. You know, to resume a game or restart. Like, what do you do? Do you restart? No,
0: I'd say you probably just resume.
2: Yeah, do you so resume? This, this like, is what this happens. Tough. This is what
0: happens. It literally Cincinnati I, Zach Zach Taylor's like came out and say I got like a buzz and just like everything works for any other team and it literally has the most checks against the Bengals and it's ridiculous. So it's this is this is the tweet. So if Baltimore wins. Baltimore and Cincinnati play this week. I don't think it has any implications anymore on the on the division. Since the Bengals are already two games up, and there's only one one game left to play, um, so if if the if the Ravens win, they would play in the wild card, but the site for that game would be determined by coin toss. Yeah, it's like Whoa. I mean, and then if, if the Chief Chiefs lose, <laughs> that's
1: always that's always a little iffy. Yeah. coin tosses. Right? And then
0: the teams that the Bengals were going against in the number one seed, the Chiefs and Bills. If the Chiefs lose to the Raiders tomorrow, and the Bills win. And the Bills are the number one seed and then All Buffalo fair. gets the bye. Yeah. No but they could have lost to Cincinnati and then not gotten the bye.
2: No, it yeah, it doesn't really um, it doesn't look, it's kinda hard to say what to do when a circumstance like this happens. Um, however, you know, these guys are these players and coaches and fans are just as like are very competitive. Um but it's just a tough situation for the NFL because you've got a lot of people not really in the NFL and don't really watch the NFL on a weekly basis, weekly basis like we do and keep up with it. Now getting involved. Um, the story's taken the world by storm. So it's a tough situation. I, I think that's probably the right thing to do to cancel the games because you got... I mean, you've got... It's just really bad timing. It's just really, really bad timing. Like You could do it uh, like if this happened in week eight.
1: Um, yeah, easy reschedule, yeah.
2: He, he, you could do that, but it's in you know, it's in week 16, it's it's tough, so you know. But prayers for DeMar Hamlin. I know he's, I think, he, yeah, I read breathing no. on his own, so it's awesome. Um,
1: did they end up saying what uh, what they like, co- what caused his heart to stop? Yeah,
2: so
0: like there's this condition, I think it's like comatosis, uh, something where it's, it's like commotio um, cortis, yeah, commotio cortis, yeah, that's right uh commission cortis, yeah you don't think so no so so basically what happens in that saying like blunt force trauma it's like your heart or like your rib cage or something would like would the start the exact moment would start the heart attack but i was listening to this guy today and he was saying that happened to a hockey player and it ha- like it happened but like it the, he had this like that the it was it was diagnosed as komiyoshi cordis but he was only out for like a couple of days. Like he wasn't hospitalized, like Hamlin is. So, something bizarre happened. Something if I really be, unlucky yeah. happened. But I mean, I don't. I don't think these doctors know or I want to say what happened. But
2: yeah, it's it looked I rough. I would
1: say just from like looking at because when I went on Twitter, I wasn't watching the game. Looked on Twitter, and you know, you get all these people saying, you know, it's the vaccine. Like you got all these people saying all all this stuff. Um, but I, I think really, like if you're just watching the play. Like he gets hit in the chest pretty hard, and he goes down. Like a critical thinking person would be like, "Oh, that's from getting hit hard in the chest." Right. And yeah. Some people are trying to incorporate politics into it, saying, "You know, well, he yeah, gets the it's the backseat." Horrible. Thing. people what? are trying to. Yeah.
2: Well, I it's this you know one thing I will say is that. We've the NFL has been all and around a long time, and people have taken. There's probably something going on. There's probably an underlying condition that I happened. Think so. Yeah, there's probably something like I don't well, know. Like
1: J. Watt had that AFib, they had to restart his heart.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it's that, just like, yeah, it's bowl, just a tough situation.
0: Well, like yeah, it's funny you say that about the whole NFL. Like with the World Cup happening, I watched this documentary. It was like FIFA Uncovered, and it was talking about all the corruption in FIFA. Granted, FIFA's you know a lot of more international factions and stuff. A lot of more uh international factors going in that um so there's more potential for disagreement and whatnot and corruption to exist but i mean you got a big sports organization that pumps out billions in revenue i mean i wouldn't be surprised if, uh i don't know something's going on but i love watching the nfl so i, I can't deny it um but I oh, know, Marshall. Let's let's review some of our our yeah, takes. Yeah, let's I mean, do we it. we cover the big division games. <laughs> there's so. some
2: there's some ones I'm not proud of. So
0: let's we'll start with yours. So okay, just, just run through each division. Okay, Marshall gotcha. and I agreed on most stuff, but these were our these were our initial. I mean, this we yeah our first episode was before August even hit. So I mean, yeah, was pretty, it was really early. It was pretty premature. But. Yeah.
2: Okay. So. I'll just speak for mine, at least. Um, so for the AFC North, I had the Bengals. Um, I was pretty confident about that one. That's going to that's gonna hit. 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 Uh, AFC East, I had uh, the Bills, and I had them has the one seed. Um, now that's not going to be true. I believe the Chiefs are going to be the one seed. Um, AFC South, I have the Titans. Um, however, that's still up in the air. However, I do think the Jaguars are probably going to win the AFC South. This one's, I mean, looking back... I had the AFC West. I had the Broncos um, as winning that division. Probably the most pound-for-pound competitive division in football, and I had the Broncos. Not a great look. Wah. Wah, wah, wah. NFC North, uh, I had Green Bay. Not going to hit the Vikings. However, I do think Green Bay is the better, the best team in the NFC North, but the Vikings won that division, I think, like four weeks ago. So, Green Bay uh, did not hit. NFC East, I had the Eagles winning that. Um, NFC South, I had Tampa Bay <laughs> that, that did hit, but I had them as the one seed, I had them winning the NFC. Um, and they are, they're, they're 500 right now. So not close for that. And then NFC West died the Rams. Um, and that was not even close as yeah, well. That
0: Those, was, those that was tough beat all around.
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, decent, decent, I guess, um, in the AFC, but, You know, what you're going to do.
0: The AFC South is still up in the air. Yeah. I could could hit. Yeah. Eagles good call. North, it's probably not happening. Yeah. Well, it's not. Vikings already won. And then, so I'll run through mine. so, I I had for the AFC North, I had the Ravens winning. But I think I went on another episode later or two and changed it before the season started to the Bengals. So, I think I covered there. Uh, Hit with the AFC East into the Bills and then God this is this is by far my worst take all year. I know Trent Lamar gave me a lot of shit for making this take. But I had the Colts winning the AFC South at this time of time of the year. And that's been the worst fucking take that's ever existed, to be honest. Pretty embarrassing season. Jeff Saturday has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, it's yeah. uh I mean you go right back. I mean I same with Marshall I the Broncos winning the AFC West which is even about, I mean, if not worse, about the same as the Colts take. Those are pretty two bad misses. But we're 2-2 two two so far. And then this is a pretty good take I had at the NFC North. I had the Vikings winning. And they, they won pretty early on, too. So that was yep. a pretty comfortable bet. Um, hit there. And then I said NFC East, I had Philly, but close. And it actually That's is close. True. It's really close right now. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, not even, it's not even fully hit. The no, it has. Cowboys to, um, can still win. If Eagles lose and the Cowboys win. Imagine um, though. the Cowboys take a. Uh,
2: they get the number one seed. No, if yeah Philly loses and the Cowboys win, Cowboys yeah. take the one seed. That's crazy. Um, so and I think yeah. the Vikings would be the number one, or would it be San Francisco? I think San Fran. San Fran would be at the number one seed for
0: NFC. Um, and then I had the Bucks that hit last weekend, and then the Rams, unfortunately, with Marshall. Yeah, but not bad altogether. But you know, there were definitely some pri- some surprises. Had to take some shots in some divisions. I thought the AFC West is gonna be a little bit more of a toss up than it was with the with, uh, with the Chiefs pretty pretty much dominating throughout the year. Yeah, and then same with the AFC South. Um, kind of thought that would go everywhere. I thought Matt Ryan might have a little resurgence, but clearly mm-hmm. not. But no, I mean, those weren't bad. I I'm mean, not I'm, not, I'm not upset about those one bit. I mean, we did the best we could.
2: Oh, these futures, man.
0: We also made some future <laughs> bets for those to win the NFC and AFC. Yeah.
2: Coley, I, I mean, you'd like
0: Tampa to win. I
2: mean, it's still – I mean, this is this this is one of the regular uh, season. This is, you yeah. know, talking playoffs. I mean, going back, um, like we said, I think the NFC, it's anybody's, anybody's game. I think if you get hot, hot at the right time, I think it could – anybody could do it so Tampa Bay you know they're in they're gonna be in the playoffs and they're gonna host a playoff game so good. Um, Tom Brady in the playoffs never count them out but if I if I my gut is telling me that Tampa Bay plus 300 is not gonna hit for the
0: NFC yeah there's there's not a lot of
2: value there anymore but it still happen uh, yeah. and
0: unfortunately I picked the Rams to win the <laughs> NFC here at plus 500 um that's completely off the table but i know we put up some odds here i mean that doubt da- i mean dallas looked i mean that looked pretty good yeah that's Damn. pretty good at dallas when we looked at it was plus 850 i mean yeah they san can do fran it, plus at 750. Do mike mccarthy's won a super bowl and then yeah, san fran too has some good value and then the afc we're looking a little bit better here on my side at least <laughs> i got buffalo to win the afc at plus 300 um, and then Marshall took Denver at
2: plus eight fifty. Yeah, which is... not great right there. But you know what's she gonna do? I was sold on the Russell Wilson glam, but not gonna looking. That's yeah. That, in hindsight, that's that's a terrible pick. Yeah.
0: So let's look at. I mean, let's let's correct these changes. So I mean, yeah. Let's let's. Predict. We have we have a pretty good idea, Barb's. You can you can get on this too. I mean, who do we let's just who do we see in our NFC and AFC championships? Okay, to, who te- what two teams are meeting up? NFC. Where's the game at? And then the AFC. Same thing. Okay. So what do we? What do we think?
2: Okay. Um,
0: we don't know who exactly. Well, is the in, seating but... could get
2: me- kind of messed up. But if I will, I will. Um, I think San Francisco is the team to beat in the NFC. Yeah. Um, I think they're the most talented roster in the NFL. However, quarterback concerns makes me question that. Um, I think they will probably be playing a team. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think a team will be playing, like, I don't think any of the NFC East teams will be playing, In ter- I sh- should say, the cow- Cowboys or the Eagles, they won't be playing on uh, Championship uh, Sunday. I think it's going to be San Francisco versus either Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Um, that's my prediction. I think San Francisco wins. For the AFC, um, I have Buffalo. Going, I've, um, Buffalo will be, I think they'll make it to the AFC Championship, and I think, um, I think probably, uh, it's tough, but I'm gonna say, um, I think it's gonna be a rematch, I think it's gonna be Kansas City versus Buffalo, and I think Buffalo is gonna win, um, and then it'll be, for that it'll be Buffalo versus San Francisco, and I think, um... I think San Francisco wins it all.
0: Damn. Alright. Yeah. Brock Purdy, Super Bowl champion.
2: Yeah, I just think they're the best team. San Francisco winning it all?
0: Yeah, I think that's my I'm position. trying to think about how these teams match up. So, Kansas City would play the winner of...
1: Yeah, is it is it possible for the Bills to play the Bengals
0: in the... For, AFC, I think it is. AFC so, does the winner... I think it's the... I think it's the winner of this Jacksonville game that would the Jacksonville Chargers game would play the Chiefs.
2: One thing I will say, the Chargers, so yeah, sneaky the Bill- team, yeah. sneaky team, Chargers.
0: Yeah, they're playing well they're at the playing right time. Defense. I, yeah, I mean they're worth a, little- there was a shot. I mean if they do get the Jaguars or the Titans, exactly, I feel like they can handle them. One hundred percent. They'll be on the road, but I mean they've looked good late. Their defense, especially, I know that's that was a big problem, but played well. I mean they've they've allowed less than seventeen points in their past two games. Granted. Pretty bad teams, but I, that you get confidence going. So can't deny that. Um, so Marshall likes Brock Purdy to take it home. So Barb, what do you? What are your predictions?
1: Yeah, so I think in the AFC it's easily Bills versus. I don't know how the layout is right now, but Chiefs or Bengals. Um, I, th- I think the Chiefs are just the Chiefs are just the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, they got so many weapons over there. Thirteen and three. 5 and 0 in the division. I mean, they're just good. Playing out good. The Bengals uh I don't know. I think Bur- Burrow can finally step up and start winning some playoff games. I think the Bills are also the same. Uh they're pretty, they're they're really good too. They've got weapons, but I think it also might just be written in the story, you know, they have to have this tragedy. Yeah. It might just be
2: Yeah,
1: you know, someone might have just written this down
0: and <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't help your opponent to have that kind of emotional factor on your side. Yeah, yeah so I think they usually make to it to the AFC
1: it. Championship, and then in the NFC, um, NFC is a little bit harder. But I think no, no matter who it is, I think Bills are running the Super Bowl.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my predictions. So I I do I I want to be bold, and I want I think that I want to say the Chargers.
2: I was thinking that
0: go to the AFC yeah. Championship, but I feel like they'll get beat by one of the i think top 3 i think they could beat i think they have a good matchup cuz they'll play either Jacksonville or Tennessee i think that's a great matchup for them so they can they can win a game which would keep herbert would finally win a playoff game and keep the coach's job which is good but i mean if they if they have to go to Kansas City honestly they they always play Kansas City pretty well I mean, they, they always tight. lose though they they never really win the chargers chargers um, so that that could be exciting. I mean, that could be a you know good value bet for you guys, for you betters out there. But I mean, I I haven't really been trusting this Kansas City team much. They get I've never seen. Them, I mean, yes, they're winning games. Mahomes is MVP, but they're not covering these big spreads, and that kind of concerns me a little bit. Like they're not blowing teams out. So you know. I don't know. That explosiveness is kind of lacking. They definitely missed Tyreek Hill in my opinion. So, that that's kind of been in my head, but they'll get the vibe, I assume. And I expect the Bengals to win and the Bills to move on. So, I mean, yeah. I I'm thinking I think Burrow I don't think Burrow can get stopped. And then if Burrow and if Burrow beats Josh Allen and then they own the Chiefs. Yeah. So, I can't. I can't tell you from a historical perspective, at least, that Burrow's not going to do what he did last year and go to Airhead and win again. I mean, I don't, I don't see how, why that couldn't happen.
2: I'm going to change mine. I'm going. Yeah, I mean Reeves. I guess just he just convinced me. I guess, but looking back, I'm um, just thinking of their games. I've got. I'm going to change it to the Bengals. I don't really care where the seating lines up. I think he can. It doesn't matter. I think that Bengals team can go anywhere and win anywhere. So I'm going to go Bengals-San Francisco. I'm keeping San Francisco winning the Super Bowl. But I think uh, Bengals win the AFC. Sorry.
0: There you go. There you go. I like Bengals win the AFC too. But The NFL, NFC, I'm willing to take a couple shots here. I think the the Packers get in and they go to the NFC Championship game, honestly. I mean, it, it sounds weird, but their lack of weapons on offense, at least from a receiver standpoint. I like Aaron Jones and Age going a lot. But I think their team is playing well at the right time. And I I think the Buccaneers could, you know, steal game two. But I don't think the Buccaneers have, I mean, they played one good game in their past 14 games. So I can't really trust that at all. But I think I'm going to take a shot here. And I think we're going to get a little 2019 uh, NF, NFC championship rematch. And Rodgers is going back out, going back home to California. And he's playing the Niners in Santa Clara and, uh, that's my NFC, and then I think the Niners pull it off. They'll, they'll come, and uh, they'll they'll know how to play, and they'll handle Rodgers on the road. But um, I like I like Rogers to get to the NFC Championship. Honestly, I just I am trusting how how things have played out. Where hot teams stay hot this time of year, confidence. So um, I like the Niners and the Packers. Um, if that works out, I think it should. But I like I like that to happen, and then. I think I think Burrow gets his revenge and wins Super Bowl. I mean, he's I think he's unstoppable on offense. Their defense has improved so much. So, beast. He's yeah. a beast.
1: Yeah. I think Forty uh, ers definitely make it too. They're they're not talked about enough to not make a run in. Yeah. Run in the playoffs, and then I don't th- I don't think Rodgers does it personally. I haven't been impressed by how he's been playing or his. Well, I'm not I'm not out back in locker room, but it doesn't seem like he's too much of a leader on the field. Um I don't know. I kind of like 49ers maybe vi- I'm not much confidence in the Vikings, Eagles. I think they're they're not going to do much. So maybe 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Tom Brady might be back in there with the Bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's always He's just that he's just one of those guys who just gets it done when it when it really counts.
2: NFC I will be pri- I'll be cheering for Joe Burrow. I like that. Yeah. That's my guy. Um, but I don't really
0: care what happens in NFC, honestly. I mean, I think it's literally a toss-up.
2: I want, want Rodgers or Brady. But those are those are the guys we watched growing up. I want one of them. It's probably going to be one of their last times making it up to the big stage championship Sunday. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think it's... I'll be, personally, what I'm rooting for is for Burrow to make it out of the AFC or then Rodgers or Brady going.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Do we have it? I mean, while we're on the awards, I think Mahomes won MVP. I think. Yeah. I, mean, um, I think an interesting two, two interesting awards actually that are still kind of up in the air. And I want to hear y'all's opinions on them. So, comeback player of the year. I feel like there's not really a clear cut guy. I mean, a lot of people say Gina Smith, Saquon. Maybe McCaffrey, but I think a really unsung guy in this in this c- comeback player of the year debate is Jared Goff. I think yeah. I think Goff is. I mean, he was thrown under the bus last year, and his stats do not lie one bit. He, I mean, he he. The Lions have been prolific often, offensively. A modern Saint Brown's rising star receiver. I think he's done enough to deserve this uh, award.
2: I mean be even better if you know they could pull off a Lambo win. Yeah, I mean, would, we're yeah, we're talking like they're like we're, we're saying, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers like Lions can still 100% make the playoffs." Yeah, exactly. Um, I think if that's the case, I think you have yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I think off. he
0: wins it, but I think right now I think Saquon is is a favorite. I'm just, I don't I don't I mean, he hasn't done shit, to be honest, but um Geno too, if they somehow I'm, I think it's Geno. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the Seahawks have still have a chance to get in. I think Gino will get it just because, I mean.
2: I, uh, yeah, I classified him as like a bum two years ago. Yeah, and now he's. Now yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he threw he threw the ball great for yeah, he's, 10 he's, games. He's a good player. As a West
1: games. Virginia fan, he did too well. He did too much for West Virginia for me to ever have a bad opinion of him. Yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. And then Coach of the Year is also kind of a. Um, side of thing, but I think, I think Sirianni should get this. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't, you don't have the best record in the NFL for no reason. You don't win your first 10, 11 games or whatever it was without a reason. I think he's changed his offense, made him, made some guys really good that yeah, his front office helped not a lot, but I mean, I think he gets a reward. I mean, they have one of the be- the best record in the NFL. So,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm with reason on that. Um, I don't really see any other coach that probably is going to throw in that. Yeah. Um Yeah. Maybe it's probably hands probably another guy, but Shannon. um
0: yeah, Serenity. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I think that was a good good little NFL session. I mean this week's kind of all over the place. There's only a few games be that fun. That really matter. Really. Only a few games that really matter that much, but um playoff predictions, baby. I mean, we're here for it. Anything can happen, but Looking forward to it, no doubt. But yeah. we're going to – yeah. You got anything else good? You, you yeah.
1: Want, you want to talk about uh, college football playoffs? TCU, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll take a Michigan, yeah. Georgia.
0: Let's take a little break here, and then uh, let's get into yeah. that. Yeah, we'll do Love it. Can't wait. College football. All right, we're back here after a, after a solid NFL session. We're going to talk. A, we're going to talk a little bit about this, this national championship on Monday. TCU and Georgia. I mean. Two great games. Two games we really, uh, I mean, as viewers, weren't really expecting. Just knowing how, in recent years, been kind of blowouts centered around these semifinal games, but really good games to watch. Can't say I was on the right side of both games as far as uh, covering spreads perspectives, but um, no, they're they're really fun to watch. TCU keeps going. Um, it's great. It's great to. It's great to watch and. I mean, but you get matched up. You're, I mean, you got to think about TCU still plays in the Big Twelve. They squeak by a lot of their games, but I mean, there's a massive spread ahead for this game in a national championship. But I don't know. I like Georgia to win here. I don't know if I'm going to touch it. it kind of the game kind of scares me, but I think the Dogs go back to back and and win themselves another national championship.
2: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off that. I think obviously I'm a little biased. Um, I root for the Dogs, but. I think Georgia wins, um, I'd probably say over by, over a touchdown. Um, I don't really necess- necessarily know if they cover that 13 and a half, but, um, uh, I like the dogs, um, and I like them comfortably, maybe a TCU late score, um, to put them back in the spread, but Georgia and, uh, comfortable.
1: Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a little biased towards TCU just come, just coming from a big 12 fan, uh, been frustrating past couple of years, zero and four before TCU finally won the Big Twelve game in the playoffs. So we're one and four now. But uh, go, going back to that game, uh, TCU really played the like the absolute best they yeah. could have, and Michigan played the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah. And they still only won by six points.
2: Agreed. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I've been talking about this a lot. I mean, TCU did have two pick sixes. And, you know, you think about they'll be –
1: rep- Three goal line stops. Yeah. Two or three goal line yeah. stops. I mean, that
0: whole, that whole play where the guy bobbles it and they, you know, he kept, I mean clearly caught it in the end zone. They rule him down on the one and then they turn it over. I mean – That doesn't happen in 99 out of 100 games. Yeah. yeah. So, I think a lot of – I mean, TCU, they keep finding ways to win, but I don't think they find a way to win here. I don't think Stetson's going to uh, throw two pick sixes. I mean, yes, he he has his limitations, no doubt. And I I will say, I mean, I think this game goes over for the fact that I mean, you know everyone's talking Georgia defense, you know, all all lockdown. They don't have an on and off switch. They're they're not that they're not the defense they were last year. They're not going to lock everybody up. I mean, they don't have this NFL talent that they did having all these draft picks in the first round. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen again. TCU should be able to move the ball up and down against them. It's just gonna be. It's just a matter of, I mean, Georgia. is Georgia's, stops, Georgia's gonna dominate. No, they're gonna get their stops. is gonna dominate that Big 12 defense. Yeah, and they just have more weapons offensively.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be clear in terms of talent and recruiting. It's gonna show up, not necessarily in the skill positions, because TCU has guys who can run and they can move. But I think it's gonna TCU be line has of scrimmage. An underrated offense. No, one hundred percent they do. But it's gonna be line of scrimmage where Georgia mm. shows like, yeah. this yeah. is why we've been the best team for the past thirty six months. Yeah. like yeah. But
0: it's it's ironic you say that because like everyone's opinion going into that Michigan game is like, oh, Michigan's Big Ten, Harbaugh's emphasizing like the lines. Yeah, and TCU moved them around, no doubt. But yeah. Georgia has the confidence; they've been there before. I TCU's. I, they've done enough. I mean, everything they've done this season has been incredible. Awesome, yeah. Awesome story. But I think it's going to come up a little short here, and Frog fans are gonna be disappointed. But Georgia's going to win this football game.
1: Yeah, I think TCU winning would really just be – I would love to see that. It would just be like a hell of a story. But at the end of the day, I think just, Georgia's a different type of football team. Yeah. You know, they they run the SEC – and that's a whole different conference than the Big 12 is when it comes to football. Um, so, I think the better question is, who, who's going to cover? I think George, George is pretty locked in to win, but I think who's going to, like, do you think TCU is going to lose by two touchdowns plus? I, that's
0: I don't, so high. I don't think it's going to be some kind of blowout type deal. Like, Georgia's going to be up 20, 17, 20 points going into the fourth quarter, something like that. Which, I mean, could happen, but I think it's it's either going to be kind of how it was last year where Georgia gets that pick six and kind of settles the game, or, you know, TCU gets a late touchdown, like Marshall you know, noted on. I think it's, it's going to be some kind of backdoor-type deal that it doesn't matter. It's like, not indicative of the result of the game. Down by
1: 20, score a touchdown with... Yeah, yeah
0: that, I think that, that's left. more like what's going to happen. That's why I'm pretty pretty scared to touch the game. Yeah. But no, uh, it should be a fun game. National champions are always great. Been a, been a
2: great year of college football, no doubt. So. Yeah. so, I'm just gonna I might go on a little bit of rant here, but especially this, uh, if you watch, if you're a college football fan, and I am, I love college football. It's my favorite sport to to watch to view. Um, and you did you watch those two college football games, and you're rooting for a four team playoff. I understand you can say, well, oh, it's going to get teams like Alabama every year, blah, 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 blah. You, college football, play at the highest level when it is win or lose, you're going to get games like that. You're going to get games where TCU and Michigan go for 40-plus points. And you get games where you have someone like C.J. Stroud, who has been written off, balls out, and you've got two Blue Bloods in Georgia and Ohio State. The playoffs should be playoffs should be, should have been expanded. I can't wait for it to be more teams in the playoff. I think it's going to be awesome. I think we're going to get way more better college football games. And I think anybody that doesn't think that should happen for the competitiveness of the sport or blah blah blah, true talent shines through, and true talent shines in true talent and uh, the deservingness of a team to win. It matters when this, the lights are bright, and that's not going to change just because you have to play two extra games. So... Anybody that says that college football playoffs should be expanded or should not be expanded, um, they should rewatch those games and reconsider because I can't wait for there to be more of those games where you have a Big 12 team of, like, Cinderella story, like TCU playing Michigan. Or Kansas State. Or Kansas State or something. Like, Tulane and USC. Yeah,
0: I was about to say, I think the best example of that is that Tulane game.
2: Yes, like, incredible, incredible stuff, so... There's a lot more college football to be played when that happens, so I can't wait. And for anybody who says that it shouldn't be expanded, reconsider. I don't know. Things what, change. What, like, what's the
1: year it's, uh, the new bracket going
2: 2025, to, I thought, or 2024. Yeah, I think they're moving
1: down to 2024 now. Yeah, they're think 2024. 2024. Yeah, so I think it's, what, two seasons from now? Yeah. Next season and then the one after? Wow. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's, go tw- it's going to go to 12 teams, conference championship automatically. If you win the conference, automatically in. Yeah. And then, uh, what is it like? Top, I think it's after that. It's top, uh six, six outstanding votes.
2: It's top seven or seven, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's only a, power five. It's a power five. Yeah, I saw some report like
0: earlier this week or last week that I mean, this is you know irrelevant, but that like they're trying to get the uh, NCAA March Madness to ninety teams. I mean, who gives a shit? Why are you Why are you trying to ruin yeah. some great that uh, people already love to watch? Like.
2: Yeah, sixty four. Um, that's that's a lot, and I wouldn't push perfect. up tonight. It's perfect for
0: basketball. Yeah, it don't, is perfect. They don't put more shitty teams in there.
2: I mean, come on.
1: Sixty four is just enough shitty teams where it gives the shitty teams a,
2: a good <laughs> yes. chance to win against a good exactly. team, by I, Virginia yeah. UNBC. But yeah, but this has been going on for what?
1: Yeah,
2: half a half a century. It's not broken. This yeah, this college football playoff. Kansas State teams like Kansas State yeah. Tulane uh, Southern Cal there there was a trial and error it needed to be expanded and if you're a college football fan you should be wanting to watch more football good football at the highest level where you have stars playing you know meaningful games You've got um,
1: Cinderella teams coming in it's just, so, it just makes it just makes the game
2: yeah. that much better 100%
0: yeah yeah I like it I like I like the debate um. Here, but I think I'll be kind of wrap this up, wrap this college football season up, and I think we're gonna we're gonna branch off a little bit here in a second and talk about something we haven't done on the podcast yet. Or we're gonna talk about you know the world around us. It needs and to be talked about. We're about we're, to go global. That's gonna, why we got our friend Luke Barbica yeah, here. That's why Luke Barbica came on. I mean, he's our he's political insider for the Gen Z podcast. I just created his position. I've hired him effective immediately. <laughs> And he's basically just gonna lecture us on on some pieces of the world around us, and Marshall and I are just gonna respond. I'll I'll give a uh, disclaimer. Don't don't take this far and be like, Marshall Reeves have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Like, why are they even responding to this? We're we're gonna have real life opinions about this, and this it's about gonna be great. It's gonna be great. This is I, the part you want to listen to. I know I'm being kind of vague right here, but. This is something you're going to stick around for. I know a lot of people have been asking for this. Oh, like we don't want to talk about this. Sports, is, this this is the life female life. audience I'm targeting right here. Okay, I'm getting into this rant because I'm I'm answering demands. People have been coming up to me and being like, oh, like we want to hear about more more real life shit. All right, here we go. We're getting right into it. Okay, just wait. We're doing it right now. Luke Barbarica. Okay, so Luke, what's our first topic of interest?
1: Uh, so we're, we're going to go a little above, out of football and even out of the United States. We're going to go over to our good friends down south, Mexico. Are mm-hmm. they our friends?
2: Yeah, that's a question for another time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not the debate to have now. We're going to talk about uh, El Chapo's son. He's running the, uh, a big cartel down there. Um, uh, Mex- Mexican uh, National Guard just captured him in a raid, I think, one, one day ago, two days ago. And pretty much his, his Sicarios and, and his cartel are go, just going wild, causing chaos. Um, to give some backstory, this has happened before. He has been captured before by the police and it pretty much turned into, uh, the police in that province took him to the Capitol president released him because the Sicarios did the exact same thing. Um, and then this is a pretty morbid thing, but every single person that, was in part of arresting him, got killed by by the cartel. That's confirmed. Yeah, there's p- wow. pictures of everyone. That, uh, oh my god, that raided his house. Ever all of them got killed by the cartel. Um, there's also some conspiracy that the pre- the president is in is in the pockets of the cartel and El, like El Chapo's son is pretty much free. is El Chapo dead? He's in jail in
2: United States. The United
1: States, I think. Yeah.
0: So. Ovidio video Guzman is is the subject of interest right here. It's El Chapo's son. I
1: think he runs the SJNC cartel.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, they're they're blowing
2: shit up. Oh, well, I saw yeah. a video the other day. They had the air, they're at the airports.
1: Yeah, because their their main goal was to keep him in that Providence, so they didn't have to go to. Because I don't think they run the. The land, like where the capital is, because there's like, there's like five or six cartels in Mexico, like big cartels, and they all run a certain, certain area. Yeah. Are them. they like enemies? Yeah, they like they have their own little wars and stuff. Okay. Um, it's mostly just over like drug drug routes and all that and power.
0: Yeah. Um. Ten so, Ten Shoulders, nineteen car me- cartel members dead.
1: Yeah. So after he got arrested, they're. they're with their plan of action usually just when that shit happens is to just cause as much like chaos to just everyone as they can clearly to get this to get their guy back so uh what, what do y'all, what do y'all think is the right move for the Mexican government here
2: uh, well I don't really necessarily know what the necess- what the right move is um however you think they should give them back keep them what do you think they should do? Also, keep
1: in mind, Mexican government's pretty corrupt.
0: Yeah, very. I took a Politics of Mexico class at UNC. They literally, like, one political party ran that shit. Like, they manipulated everything for, like, 70
2: years. What is he arrested? Why is he in jail?
0: You think it's just going to change the modern world? No. People are greedy. It's fucking politics. People are just greedy cynical. They're self interested. That's it. It's it. It literally fucks up everything. Why
2: is he in jail?
1: Um, I, drugs. Yeah. Like to be honest, I don't think it even matters the charge. Um,
0: well,
2: well th- it does matter. The problem, to though, some the, problem the problem,
0: is they want him out of jails because they're gonna put his. That, they're gonna send him to the U.S. And then you yeah. can't touch him. Then,
1: then they want won't be able to touch him once he gets to the U.S.
0: Yeah, that's what they're scared of. Yeah. It's, this tweet is saying that. The Sonoma cartel, which is El Chapo's son's cartel, Guzman, if he's not released in, within 72 hours, this tweet's about a day old, gas stations and government buildings will be burned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Because they're scared. I mean, if they send him to the U.S., I mean, he's that's done. what the He's US done, North yeah, it was done. spending he's his pretty, life.
1: pretty much cutting the head off a snake, because then after that, there's going to be a huge vacuum of power, and then all these groups inside of his cartel are going to get a war...
2: Yeah. To figure out who's. But if you're Mexico, like that's like why it's such a big thing. Like if you're Mexico, do you give them back? Okay, you show weakness. You let you basically say, okay, I don't. I know exactly. You give them back once, and it's like, oh, like okay, the cartel. Like I'm too scared because like they're gonna affect this, uh, hurt our communities. They're gonna burn gas stations, affect civilians' lives. But if you give them to the U.S., you show strength. There is going to be so much corruption within the cartel in terms of who gains power, who has control over which parts of land. Like, there is going to be so much stuff that goes on with both sides. It's such a hard decision.
1: Yeah, well, if the, if, if there was oil there, mm-hmm. the U.S. would be in immediately.
2: A little bit of freedom. Yeah. So, 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 why, so why, why, why
0: does Mexico want, want to keep them there? Like besides him being the potential risk of him be, him being extradited, well, so there's... like do they, can they hold him again? Like can they get him to like fold on like a cartel or like? No. So what? Like what's mm-hmm. the point?
1: Well, so he like he he walks around freely. Like he's not he, he's never been in hiding. Like he walks around freely because right. he knows he can't really be touched. But um, mm. so the Mexican some people are saying like the Mexican president is. In the pockets of the cartel. So a lot of people yeah. think... One, he just got the uh, El Chapo's son. What's his name? Guzman? Is his last name?
0: Olivido Guzman.
1: Yeah. I'm referring <laughs> to him as El Chapo's son. Yeah, that's his um, name. El Chapo Jr. He just got, Jr., tra- Jr., he just got transported <laughs> to the capital. Um, and a lot of people... This is Jeez. exactly what happened last time. A lot is of that people, Mexico City? They, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. A lot of people think the president is just going to release him so that like the retaliation can stop. Um, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, they're going to
2: destroy me- in- next yeah. Mexico City's got like 20 million people. Yeah, like yeah. in that city, in terms of, I'm going to look yeah. that up. But yeah, you're. You, it's like, oh, we're transferring them there, and uh, and it's common knowledge. There's going to be yeah, so many car- like cartels going to be coming in looking for blood.
1: Yeah, and then also, well, like, the U.S. technically, no one wants to talk about this. The U.S. should be doing something about it. First of all, it's our neighboring country, one, one, one of our allies, and they're pretty much, look at, it, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a civil
2: war, twenty one million,
1: but it, it kind of is like an underground civil war between the cartels and, and the government. I mean, it's really just chaos. Um, but also, like, our, our fentanyl problem in the U.S. is caused by these cartels. They produce yeah. the fentanyl. They smuggle it through the te- the, the border, and, and it comes into the U.S.
2: Yeah, I mean, but what are we gonna do? Start a war with Mexico? No. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, like
2: this I think
1: is my I think opinion, it's but... just
0: too beneficial to each each country's domestic product uh, illegal drugs are for them to you know really take action. Probably, Honestly, yeah. it, it's more essential to Mexico's, but. It it honestly there's like some underlying economic relationship between Mexico and US over narcotics that for sure. Keeps relations it keeps shit going. Well
1: I'm, we could get into like the CIA being part of smuggling drugs in the seventies to the US and all that, but that's a conversation for another time, but like this isn't my opinion, but oh my what like what we did in Afghanistan and in the Middle East is practically the same thing of what yeah, we would do in Mexico. That's what I was about to bring yeah. up, so that's why we wouldn't aren't, do that. These are but... practically practically terrorist groups that if you if you if you look at the line long enough do affect the uh, US and have Lies. technically killed uh, United States Americans if you if you consider fentanyl coming from there as a co- as uh, those cartels killing the us, but I don't think it ever happens. I think too many people make. I mean, you're getting a little conspiracy theory right here, but I think too many high power people make too much money off of drugs coming into the, the into the U.S. Um, and also, it's, it 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 causes problems that aren't directly ours to deal with. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but what I'm, but there's basically what you. In terms of us and like what we can do, there is nothing we can really. What are we gonna do? We're gonna send troops yeah, down I to Mexico? Know. No, we can't do that. I mean, because we've used, like you said, we've dealt dealt with that with Afghanistan and the Middle East, and it's you know it went over horribly. So yeah, that's I mean that's big topic of
0: you know foreign affairs and shit though, Barb. It's but then at point. the same
1: time, you could say like. Should we, um, like, tighten the border up? Because that's how a lot of the drugs get through is coming through the border. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a complex situation with multiple multiple angles you can look at, you can think about. Um, ultimately, there's probably...
0: So it's just too... Everything is too opinionated, dude. Yeah. Nothing will ever get done. I'm convinced. But, all right. Yeah. I like that topic, though. What else is trending?
1: What else is trending? I mean, we talk about Russia Ukraine. Uh, what I mean,
0: what you Sam y'all... Friedman. FTX. Dude, I've been s- about so, FTX. dude. How much did? How is much? It... All right, well, how much did Tom Brady put into FTX? A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, that's why he came Dude, back to I play. knew. Hey, I even, called your ass out teams, on this all forms. the fucking time. You'd be fucking crypto FTX. Yeah. Hey, I've, Barbs, I've is a, Barbs is a big crypto Theor- guy.
2: Theor- like, don't
1: get my name associated with these exchanges <laughs> that take your coins. I'm not about that. I
0: don't
1: know. Dude. Not your keys, not your coins. Keep, keep My whole philosophy on whole this
0: for the whole time has been the U.S. government will never let anything be worth more than the U.S. dollar. It, and it would be traded throughout the country. I just don't see that happen. It doesn't make any logical sense. They're in fucking power. Yeah. Not some fuck. You already seen what happened to crypto. That shit's fucked. That's, not, that's it a, not. It was a crypto. COVID thing.
1: That's not crypto. FTX and all these exchanges are not crypto. These but the are they, these are middlemen taking advantage of of people yeah. in crypto for what five percent interest. But the reason
2: that they crash, they just like wealth like, management. He would crypto? still he would still Gardner be a, he would he would still be walking the street being fine if crypto didn't crash. Yeah. So,
1: because well, he was over, he was yeah. over leveraged.
2: well, that's true. But people start saying, "Give me my money," and he didn't have it. So, that's part yeah. of the reason. He can't. He, he was camping it. the
0: Bahamas. He couldn't yeah, that dude's corrupt as shit. Yeah. Dude, I was watching this documentary. I think you should, should
1: get to jail for a very long time.
0: I watched this thing on HBO. Um, He's not going to. It, I forget. Yeah, I forget her name. Connections. I'm trying to. I'm blanking on the name, but it was it was Silicon Valley Company. And, um, oh, Sarah Holmes, I think it was her name. And, uh, I hope, I hope that's right. And she created, oh, that's not her name. It's something Holmes, though. But she was creating, I don't know, I'm blanking on the name. But, like, she created this lab, and it was supposed to be, like, um, god, I'm going to find it right now. And it was supposed to be, like, you can take it, you can, you'd be, like, have at-home lab testing. So, it's like, supposedly trying to eliminate the fact, like, Doctors know your te- your lab results before you do. Like, it's all, like, it's all, like, on a baseline, superficial, like, knowledge. Like, you don't actually know what's going on with yourself. Be like, this thing could be in your house, and you can know these problems, like, well before. Obviously, that doesn't sound... Elizabeth Holmes, okay? Elizabeth Holmes, she started this biotechnology company called... Um, God, where, where's the name Is this at? the woman
1: that uh, defrauded investors? Is this her?
0: Yes. Yeah. She's put, like the, yeah. the du- She like put on
1: a whole like personality and like what voice.
0: Is well okay, so Theranos. It's like this at home lab testing kit. Be like you it'd be like if you ever give blood at like lab or something, you'd go in, get your blood taken, and you get your results like there. But like the problem with it all was people people not knowing like how to interpret these results, like uh, I mean, like, how are you supposed to know? It doesn't make any sense for the you know common citizen to like know how to interpret their test results, whatever. Um, but basically, dude, like, she's just messed up. Like, she denied like any charge. Like, her product was literally failing, and she she w- she was just in denial. Like, she yeah. couldn't accept it. And it was it was honestly, there's just something wrong with her at that point. You can't deny your products failed. It, they were literally like when they were like doing shows, investors. She had like this. Or it was her personality. It was like her persona and like her charisma. To, like coerce like all these like it was it was like old men. It was like old men in politics and like they like were really like la like they thought she was like a super genius. Like this one professor from Stanford like was like became like obsessed with her. Like they're like, oh my God, she's the brightest student I've ever had here. Yeah. But she was full of shit.
2: And
1: going back to SBF, people Mark Cuban, big big one, but people thought SBF was gonna be like the, the next
2: You mean FTX?
1: Uh, no, SBF, uh, Sam Baker Yeah. That's what a lot of people call him. They thought he was like a child prodigy, like next, the next the, Apple, the next, next Warren next Buffett. Michael, yeah, Warren Buffett, Bill yeah. Gates. No, that's. Works. I mean,
0: this this Holmes girl like literally compared herself. Like she was enamored with Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Like she literally like dressed like Steve Jobs. She wore like the turtleneck and like all. It was is very is very strange. Very, yeah, I think comforting. she
1: was actually like. Something wrong in the head with her. So no, clearly. I, I think I remember seeing something where she would, she had actually put, like, changed her, her she had a really deep voice. And oh, my I think God. She would actually, it, was, it was horrifying to listen like, to. She talk tour. in a very high-pitched voice because there's some psychology around investors are more, are more likely to trust someone with a high-pitched voice. So she had a really deep voice, and she would, she like, put on this persona. She was so two-faced. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. it, was, it was weird. And people people would, weird. people
0: would come to her, and be like, like, Elizabeth, like, your product is failing every single test. Like, guys, like, engineers, like, biomedical engineers, like, know what the fuck they're doing. Like, very claimed. And, like, one of the guys, like, Elizabeth, there's, like, clearly a problem. Like, I can't figure this out. And ultimately ended up killing himself because, like, she was literally threatening him, like, She's like, if you if you like don't stop like doing all this, like you're gonna lose your job. And I think he ended Jeez. up losing his job and like literally killed himself, like Affordable. because like this psycho Elizabeth Holmes, you you've literally been indicted on fraud crimes. Like, quit being full of yourself and accept your accept what your fate. Like you committed a crime and you're going to jail for ten plus years. I'm sorry, like your product has failed. You you're a failure. You <laughs> yeah. have no you have no money, like. The, the strange so
1: going back to FTX and all all that's happened there. The strange thing is, is there's like, wild, like a wildly positive connotation around his name in the mainstream media. Oh, like CNN, MSNBC, they all like even now after he's he's lost eight billion dollars of people's money, even now these media outlets are are talking to him and like. Like, he's still, like, he stole, like, some kind con- like, he's not a criminal. Because he is a criminal.
2: Yeah, I know. It's, and like,
1: insane no. to even see happen.
2: Yeah, and he, um, he was. It's, um, what's going to be interesting to see what happens and what his charges end up being, because, um, his full charges end up was being it, because he was very involved in donating money with politics and all of that. And people
1: like to say it was only the Democrats, but it was both. It was oh, both 100% both.
2: Yeah. And it was like, it's just really interesting to see what happens, but yeah, it'll be fun. Um
1: And they're not, they're going, they're not going at him for civil charges. They're going in for criminal.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's,
1: he, they're, they're going for jail time,
2: but you know, it could be, it could be like 50 years. It could be life. It, it could be 200 years. It could be five years. It could be two years. He could be walking out. Like, no I, one I knows. Say,
1: I say, I think he, I think, yeah. I think they're going to give him some time, but it's not he, the time. He's yeah. The time. How much did uh, Madoff get?
2: Uh, not not a lot. I forget.
1: Because yeah, well, he's pretty much the, the modern generation, what was his name, Bernie Madoff? Is he the pharmacist guy? He just got had a Ponzi scheme going
0: on. Yeah, and I, there's a there's a th- like three episode documentary on Netflix that's uh that's getting pretty popular right now about him. Yeah. What was his story? I don't think I've.
1: I think he was just running a Ponzi. I don't know the exact details, but he was running a Ponzi scheme in like 2008, 2009, ended up getting caught. And he's a Wall Street guy. Yeah, well, up in Wall Street, lost a bunch of people a ton of money.
2: Okay, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I think with him is he lost. He was playing with rich people's money. Um, and so I think like he get, he got punished for it, but when it comes to FTX and all, like you're like he was playing with retail money, yeah. No, no like no yeah. one in government gives a shit about retail money,
2: no, not at all. Not at all, yeah. Um, I
0: don't know. I thought you have anything else you want to touch on, Barbs?
1: No, nah, I don't think so. I think. I think that was, a good I segment. Like that was. I feel like that was. A really <laughs> I think like that was a really fun should, uh, segment. I think some international politics. Yeah,
0: I think it was just fun to. cartoon. I mean, yeah. I think it's just fun to talk about, you know, things that, you know, outside of the realm of sports that, you know, are. I mean, they're they're around us too. I mean, more people are. Some people are interested in sports. Some people are inter- interested in uh political affairs, and I think it's important for all of us, you know, know about this kind of stuff, but. I think it's I think it's just fun to you know, debate. I mean what the hell. I, that's why I wanted to do all this. So I think I think that was a fun segment right there. I think that was real fun too. I think I should start doing that a little bit more. I know I know it kinda got into a little rant about people wanting that more. Maybe that's not what people wanted, but I feel like it's good to take a break from the sport from the sports arena every once in a while here on the on the podcast. But I had fun with that, no doubt.
2: Awesome, good deal.
0: Well, thanks for having us on, Reece. Yeah, dude, It was fun. I, 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 I lo- like I said, I love having two guys on, no doubt, and uh, looking forward to getting back to Chapel Hill with my, with my boys and looking, looking to see what happens in the NFL playoffs and the world around us. That's, yeah. That's it. Straight, but, straight. Um,
2: cool.
0: yeah, everyone have a great weekend. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to this, week, this week's episode of the jones and Podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as I said before. And I'll have this out on Instagram shortly. Uh, uh, Feel free to listen, you know, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do to support me. I'd love it. Just listen. That's all I'm asking. But uh, this is your host, Reeves Jones, with Marshall Coley and Luke Barbica on Episode 7 of the Jones Zone Podcast. Thank you, guys.